When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me just say this. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I want to see Aaron Rodgers walking out. The Rich Eisen Show. I want to see... Two handoffs, one bubble screen, and, and a deep throw. Rodgers under center, drops back, lobs one, front left pylon, and it's caught. Garrett Wilson, oh, it's a touchdown. Today's guests, ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live on the Roku channel. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. It's been the same number since we came on the air nine years ago. And uh, unlike uh, pretty much every show on television that you're seeing in this time slot or right before, uh, we're not adding anybody. we got the same people. That's what we got going on right here on the program. <laughs> How are you, Chris Brockman? Welcome hey, back hey, from Rich. your fantasy draft in Kansas man? City, City of Champions. I'm great. Welcome back to the City of Champions, El Segundo, California, home to the Little League World yes. Series champions. Shout out. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's fantastic. It was a great game yesterday. Well, somebody had to balance out Mike Del Tufo's wiffle ball swings from a few years ago in Washington, D.C., right here in El Segundo. Whoa. What's up, Mikey? I'm not going to reply to that because I suck. I have a torn rotator cuff. That was like a a six-year rich. My arm. My arm. Oh, my arm. Good to see you today, TJ Jefferson. Light the candles, sir. How are you over there? Candles lit and ready to go. Fantastic. That is TJ Jefferson sitting in his spot, and you are where you are. Dan Orlovsky of the Worldwide Leader in Sports with the preseason in the books, with the NFL regular season coming up a week from Thursday. He's going to give us his thoughts on everything going on. And then entering his 17th year in the National Football League, Mike Tomlin's calling into this program in hour number two. We also have Overreaction Monday, my top five list of the best performances of the final preseason week. Again, so much to discuss with you, and we're pleased to have you where you are today. Had no idea when we left here on Friday, and Chris, wherever you were on Friday in Kansas City, had no idea we would be coming on the air and welcoming the new third-string quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, Trey Lance. Hey! What do you think, TJ Jefferson? Trey Lance is in the mix. He'll make a nice third-stringer. That's exactly what he's going to be. You think so? That's exactly what he's going to be. You think so? What, you think he's in contention to this be the starter? Year, <laughs> this year... This is exactly what he's going to be. Now then, your guess is as good as mine on why Jerry Jones pulled the trigger on this. He, 
And the Dallas Cowboys did what 31 other teams did, or 30 other teams did, because the 49ers were clearly one of the teams as well. They did an evaluation on Trey Lance. They liked the kid. They saw what happened in San Francisco. They know he has raw ability, and they went ahead and flipped a fourth-round selection for a guy that was worth two first-rounders years ago. I, you hear that all the time, that the, the Niners gave up three first-rounders. They got one in return. So it was two extra first-rounders that they flipped for Trey Lance. And now you can get that guy evaluated as such by the 49ers for a fourth-round selection, and he went ahead and did it. And again, anybody who's out there saying that Trey Lance is going to force the issue on Dak Prescott or is going to give some sort of pressure on Dak Prescott and is going to push Dak Prescott, you don't like Dak Prescott. (laughs) That's it. You are giving up the ghost. You are showing your hand when it comes to Dak Prescott. Because again, if Trey Lance did not beat out Sam Darnold, new to the system in San Francisco, and did not beat out Brock Purdy, he's not beating out Dak Prescott. And he sure isn't going to be beating out Cooper Rush, in my mind, either. Because if Dak Prescott, heaven forbid, I'm not speaking this into existence, TJ Jefferson. Well, you shouldn't because you have him on your fantasy team. But I, I know that. But heaven forbid something happens on Sunday night football week one. Something happens a week from Sunday night, two weeks from last night, and he has to come out of the game. You know who's not going in the game? Trey Lance. He's not going in the game. Cooper Rush is going in the game. Cooper Rush went 4-1 and one last year. Cooper Rush may be the best backup quarterback in the NFL, with all due respect to Sam Darnold. He's the guy that kept the Dallas Cowboys ship afloat. He's the reason why they made the playoffs last year, because if they had gone 0-5 in his 4-1 and one start, you can finish the sentence. So if you're sitting here thinking Trey Lance is pushing Dak Prescott, out of the first spot on the depth chart, you are saying, I don't like Dak Prescott without saying the words, I don't like Dak Prescott. So, why did he make this move? Jerry Jones, again, evaluated Trey Lance back in the day, two years ago, liked him. They saw him. He said that they made the move immediately. All reporting is that fifth and sixth round picks were being offered to the 49ers for Trey Lance, and the Cowboys were the only ones saying, I'll give you a fourth. Sold. And that's what you do in the NFL is you collect quarterbacks in your quarterback's room because all you need to see is last year, the third-string quarterback got into the game for the San Francisco 49ers and needed to carry the season for a Super Bowl hopeful team, and he damn near took him to the Super Bowl before his arm gave out. So Jerry was asked point blank. Is this a reflection uh, on Dak? Is what he had to say. Uh, it didn't cross my mind. Period. About uh, uh, an impact here. Uh, regarding Dak. Uh, I know that Dak wants to do anything we can do to improve this team. And um, we're, we're going to do it. Uh, the facts are that uh, the decision to bring in as high a quality of talent as we could uh, that's, uh, that's evolving 
or, or uh, a young talent that is uh, basically um, uh, uh, gaining, improving, getting better that you would be as a young talent, uh, that's something that uh, uh, we've been trying to do, uh, but it's just never uh, the opportunity seems to be there so often. But we've been trying to do what we did today with this trade almost every draft since uh, I've been drafting. So, point blank. This has nothing to do with Dak in 2023. Ah, but what about 2024? <laughs> He's got one more year left on his deal. <laughs> and even though Stephen Jones has been talking about nonstop when the subject matter has been raised since the end of last year, that they know Dak is on the hook for 50-plus million dollars on the cap next year, and anything that needs to be done for cap relief will come in the form or the idea to get cap relief is going to come in the form of a contract extension for a guy who's 30. Well, that may be a different story in people's minds. Dak Prescott, after calling the plays, by the way, in the final preseason game, in which the kid that's probably going to lose his job today, unless it's already happened, has Will Greer been released by the Dallas Cowboys yet? Uh, good question. Well, Dak calling the plays, Greer went 29-35 of 35 playing the entire game at quarterback for Dallas in the final preseason game with two touchdowns after taking off the headsets. Dak was asked about all this. I mean, obviously I understand it's a business. Uh, that's a first-round talent, um, and uh, you're always trying to make your team better. Um, but that, that's, that was... The front office, so we're going to welcome him as we do any teammate, um, and uh, hopefully, just he makes us better, and then we're going to continue to get back at it. And know we've got one goal as a team. Back to the trade, surprise you at all? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Uh, you've been in this league eight years, been on this team. Uh, it's hard to say that I was surprised, to be honest with you. There was some speculation that uh, this move would somehow strengthen the Cowboys' negotiating position with you when it comes to contract talks. Do you feel that it does? I believe that talks and those talks uh, in the office where business is handled. So, I mean, that, uh, that'll come a time when, when that happens. And so. Hit it, man. <laughs> what were they really thinking? This is what Dak Prescott wants to tell everybody. Jerry Jones, I know who this man is. You know what? He he sits there and he says he didn't think about the impact on me this season. This is the impact on me this season. A lot of diamonds if you think there's pressure. And then on top of that, no impact on me. Here's the impact. You asking me these dumbass questions about a guy who couldn't beat out two other quarterbacks in San Francisco. A guy that had three first-rounders, if people are reporting that three first-rounders were swapped being acquired here for a fourth. That guy's going to beat me out? Okay. (laughs) And then on top of it, this is going to be some sort of hammer held in the Jones's hand on top of me for a negotiation? Daniel Jones just got $40 What do you think? I'm just going to be sitting around my house looking for change in the couch couch cushion, waiting for somebody to knock on my door to make me a, an offer to play quarterback in the NFL? Fine. Show me the door. You go with Trey Lance. Jerry? Honestly, everybody's asking me about what about negotiations. That's the issue here. And this is what, and he's right, part and parcel of working for the Dallas Cowboys and working for Jerry Jones is you got to have your head on a swivel. He's going to do whatever he thinks is best. 
and it may make your life difficult. Did you hear, TJ, did you hear Mike McCarthy was not included in this conversation? He was not. I did not hear He said when it came to Will Greer, the quote he says is, he spoke to Will about, you know, hey, you know, keep your head up. We're going to still play you in the final preseason game. He said he told him that when he got the call, that Dak and Cooper Rush have a new quarterback mate in their room in Trey Lance. So everybody's got to have their head on a swivel because Jerry and Steven and the rest of that group that you saw is, by the way, quite collaborative in the draft room, as you saw in the documentary that's still right here on the Roku channel, NFL Draft, the pick is in, that debuted last Friday. This is the way it goes. Hey, we want to add this kid because we think if we get down to the third quarterback, he's better than Will Greer. Way it goes. Hey, you're the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, and two weeks before the season, we're giving you a very high-profile new kid in the quarterback room way it goes we like this kid so much and we know because we're the dallas friggin cowboys that everybody's going to be talking about the quarterback no matter what we're going to add this high profile kid to the room and everybody's going to go up to dak prescott and saying are you nervous way it goes that's what it takes to wear the star on the side of your helmet you got to have a thick skin and quite the fortitude in the gut same for being a fan of the Cowboys. Well, <laughs> I, I, I I hear you, but, you know, Greer lit up the final preseason game. He did. He I know out. he did, and it's kind of a shame that he's going to lose his job to Trey Lance, although I think he's going to have a job real quick because Nate Sudfeld blew out his knee for the Lions in their final preseason oh, game. Oh, I didn't and see the that. Li- and the reason why he might not be released yet is if I'm – if I'm if I'm Dallas, I'm like we'll take four quarterbacks yeah, yeah, yeah. into the season yeah. unless somebody wants to throw me a five or a six. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just gave up a four. Yeah. You know, let's uh, let's talk. Let's Detroit, you, you're you're kind of uh, desperate maybe for a backup. Right? Do you see what this kid just did? But Trey Lance, you know what a big fan I am of him. We are of his personality and man. Welcome to the Dallas Cowboys. And I know you wanted reps, but I don't know when the hell he's going to be getting reps here. Maybe some goal line packages they could work something up, but. Uh, but that, that's Dak's territory. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to just flirt with that. You're going to take out. How would you feel mm-hmm. against name anybody? Because every game's a crucible for the Dallas Cowboys inside the three. Let's bring in Trey Lance. Dak comes out and trade. Oh, nope. Well, if it's a running play and I don't want Dak to get plastered, then okay. I might stick Trey in there to switch it up. I'm sure he's going to feel like Chris Leak felt when Tim Tebow would come in for those Florida Gators back in the day. I think you should run multiple Trey Lance packages a day so Dak gets so mad he forces his way to New England in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you Trey if you want him. That's again my point. Like, hey, man. Just a little bit. <laughs> hey, man. So do you think this is going to be a negotiating uh, sticking point when the Jones are like, hey, we got Trey Lance in that room. And Dak's like, what do I got to do around here? <laughs> yeah, right? What do I have to do around here? Yeah. With all due respect to Trey Lance, like you said, we do like Trey Lance. We I liked do, him when but we met him. Come I, on. I made a Trey Lance ankle cam when we were in at the Super Bowl. Yes. But if I'm Dak and that comes up, I'm going to be like, so you're going to put 
Micah Parsons' future in the hand of a guy who couldn't beat out the the last pick in the draft. That's what I'm I, again. That's, his, that's where he can stand up on and be like, "Look what I've done. Yes, look what he's done." And he's done. new to the system here, and everybody's like, "Uh oh!" As I soon as that it. trade hit, people are like, "Uh oh, this is a shot across Dak's bow." And I'm thinking to myself, "Get out of here." I wish more people were like you, Rich. Get out of here. Because that was my first blush reaction. I put a video out on it for my out office here. on Friday. I said, I like what you're doing after hour. Eyes and after no, hours. I just can't I quit. In between pickleball sets. Uh, <laughs> at least before. Oh, I, you know, I did that you yesterday did with Josh Jacobs on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So, the silver and black. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. you're right. pulling overtime, baby. Uh, I like it. Tough to get off the clock. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the show. Let's take a break. Dan Orlovsky on this subject and everything else. Mike Tomlin, top of hour two. Overreaction Monday, middle of hour number two. So much more. Your phone calls on this busy Monday. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This crossed my uh, Instagram uh, feed over the weekend. There, uh, this reel, uh, Rob Ezel, I guess, hasn't been uh, with the uh, Crimson Tide for a while, but he did a, a spot-on Nick Saban impersonation in front of the whole team. Check it out. We got a lot of guys here. You, you come to practice and you don't make weight. And you tell me you don't eat anything. Well, I know the air ain't got calories, guys. Let me tell you this. It's about being a champion. Today's practice was awful. And I'm going to tell you this. The day I can't get you guys to do it right, I'm going to go to the lake, sit on the ducks, and watch the ducks s*** in your College football's back, baby. Back. Nice. Syracuse play this weekend? Great question. That's a 
Rich, I just got back into town. I mean, come hey, on. I hear Penn State's supposed to have their best team in a long time. That's the word. We'll Notre see. Dame crushed Navy over in uh, Ireland. They got to oh, win the rest of them, Rich. We're hosting Colgate, people. Uh. Is that uh, Cavities? <laughs> Different Colgate? It's not even called the... I hate that it's not the Carrier Dome. That's so annoying. Yeah, What's it now? Like What's it called now? JMA Wireless. Well, it's not a cat. They got Damn. rid of the, 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 the air in there, right, Dome. Brockman? It's not pressurized. It's, not pressurized it's now there. like the Minnesota uh, that, stadium. That place was crazy when you go in it because we go... The well, it was the old RCA Dome it, it was going to the combine. Yeah, where you going would go through those, the, those, the, um, yeah, the revolving doors. doors. Yeah. Carrier Dome was cool, though. I bet Syracuse still has a tougher schedule than Michigan. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> I don't know why you try, you choose to troll me. I don't know why you try that, but it's okay. It's all good. We do take on Ohio State. Does Georgia play Alabama? Yeah, in the SEC championship. Understood. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I'm at the Rich Eisen Show desk right here on the Rich Eisen Show radio networks. Furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Love talking ball with this guy. One of the best, what he has turned himself into at ESPN is an A-lister. He is none other than Dan Orlovsky back here on the program. How are you, Dan? Hey, bud. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am great. What's your evaluation of Trey Lance? Let's just jump right in with both feet. What do you got for me? Yeah, it's obviously unknown, right? I think the discouraging, discouraging thing, Rich, is twofold. One, you know, he's 23 years old right now, and I would sit here and say, like, those are really paramount years from that age of like 17 to 23 to 24-ish of growth and development, quarterback-wise. I think they're very important, and it gives you such an important foundation to what you can become at that spot, both physically and mechanically and, you know, football intelligence-wise. And he's missed so much football time during that, like, six- or seven-year period. And I think the second thing is, while he's missed that, and that's an unfortunate reality for him, like, even the moments that he has been on the field, there's still not much, if any, like, development or growth. You know, the throwing motion is still long. The back leg, I remember when he was coming out of the draft, Rich, I did this, you know, this breakdown of his back leg when he gets to the top of his drop and how it's it's basically straight and instead of being, like, flexed and then almost like if you're thinking a boxer, uh, you know, a, a position of power off of the ground. That's still there, you know, still, you know, holding on to the football and waiting for guys to get open instead of anticipating for them to get open and, I mean, not seeing defenders, you know, the way that you would hope you would see when it comes to certain coverages. So, yeah, it's there's this kind of this multitude of of stuff that you sit there and go, hasn't played a ton, and when he has, there hasn't been much growth or development. So clearly, um, you know, the the third rail question I'm going to ask you. Is is this Kyle Shanahan's fault that everything you just say, mechanics-wise and um, instinct-wise has not been uh, improved uh, over the last couple of years or injuries have created the issue for him or he just can't? Like, what's the third rail answer here? Yeah, it's probably a little bit – it's probably more so can't and the injury. You know, like – it, it, there's only so much that we could pin on Kyle. Like Kyle's responsibility isn't strictly the quarterback. Uh, Rich, I'll go back to a man. Like 
I was one of those people that was dead set on being Matt Jones. I, I, I never kind of saw that this was the ideal marriage between coach and then quarterback. Uh, and also, even when he was the guy, and brief period of last year, Kyle didn't use him the way that I thought, okay, maybe Kyle's going to he's going to go back to the RG3 type of offense and utilize him as a real big-time running back. That didn't show itself much. So, now who's to blame? You know, it's always these are always tough conversations because you hear about the young man and everyone raves about the human. Mm-hmm. And um, but but that doesn't mean that everyone's meant to be a legit superstar franchise starting quarterback in the NFL. So it's probably more so maybe he's just not that person and the injuries. We'll see if, if I'm wrong on being that person. Well, again, if 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 Shanahan is the quarterback whisperer and the guy who can develop him best, then maybe um, Lance just showed his humanity uh, by by forcing his way out or saying, I want to leave, because how's he going to get any of the reps that's required in Dallas, right? I mean, like Cooper Rush, you could make the argument, is the best quarterback, backup quarterback in the league. Dan? No, that's that's kind of the, the interesting aspect of, well, if you're Dallas, they're not giving up a fourth-round pick for for nothing, you know, you, you know, you're you're giving up a fourth round pick in hopes that this young man gets on the field somehow, some way, and provides value to your organization, while also hoping that he doesn't play because Dak plays so well and, and is so healthy. So, um, I think for for Trey, it was you know, he had to get out of San Francisco because he wasn't going to play practice there. Maybe this. You know, maybe Dallas doesn't view Cooper Rush the same way that uh, other people do. You know, maybe we're looking through at Cooper Rush to the advantage of how kind of risk averse he was last year and how well the play the defense played in his four starts. But um, it, it, at least it gives him a fresh start and, and a new build with new people to put their own uh, daily daily opinion upon what type of player he is or could be. So then, what's your evaluation of Dak Prescott? Let's just jump straight into that one too. Dan. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like the, in relation to the the whole Trey Lance edition, I one goodbye San Francisco. Two, I think it's smart by Dallas fourth round pick for you know a guy who was three years ago the number three pick of the draft and a starter last year at this time. I think it's super stupid to not tell Dak Prescott or Mike McCarthy about it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not sitting here telling people that Jerry Jones needs to ask their permission. It's his football team. I think you've heard me say this, Rich. Like, okay, so when I and basically every guy who's in the NFL starts playing quarterback as a kid, one of the first things we get taught is a leadership. You got everyone's going to follow your lead. They're going to do what you tell them to do. This is your team. This is your offense. So you go years and years and years of hearing that, building that, and then it becomes very personal to you. Like, yes, this is my football team. This is my offense. You know, and, and that's how guys in many ways become great leaders at that position. So for them to make this move and directly affect Dak Prescott's day-to-day work by adding or subtracting to his room, it goes completely against everything that we know about the position. And I'm not sitting here saying Trey Lance is a threat to Dak Prescott. I don't think he is. I don't think that Dak Prescott needs any type of extra motivation. What I'm sitting here saying is like, dude, it's so dumb to just make that move and not give the guy who, one, has $60 million contract over his head for next year that everyone knows they're not going to pay him $60 million. Two, has missed 17 games in the last three years. 
three is coming off of his worst year as a pro when he threw 17 interceptions. And four, the last two playoff losses, he's only scored a combined 29 points. So that all being a part of the conversation, just give the guy a heads up just because he's your franchise quarterback. Dan Orlovsky of ESPN, bring it in as always right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So I know you've already probably gotten through this with Greeny sitting next to you on Get Up. Uh, I, I don't know if he's walking taller, if he smells differently, if there's a certain jet pheromone that's coming out of him right now. Um, I, I, do, <laughs> I, I do know watching Rodgers just stroll on the field and have a command at the position <laughs> – that's that's first ballot Hall of Fame command at the position was just bizarre to me. It's just like, wow, that is the jet symbol on the side of his helmet. When he yeah. started playing, though, tell, tell me what you saw. Tell me what you saw. Just excellent. And, and, and I'll go really deep here into some football nerd stuff. Like yeah. the little things that he does that – are so next level that only a person like him, you know, I, I would say that maybe him and Patrick are the two guys that could do it. And I, I would probably put him even in his own category because the experience, the little things that he does on a play to play basis are going to have such a tremendous butterfly effect in a positive way. Like Rich, if you go to the first, and I broke this down and get up and I put it on social media. Like if you go to the first pass of the game, the one that he just takes the snap and throws it right to Garrett Wilson, if you don't throw that ball at or like leading him upfield and on his left shoulder, that that plays a four yard game. Great, cool, thumbs up. But if you throw it excellent and in a little, little way, and you throw Garrett just a step upfield and on his left shoulder, he then gets one on one with the, the, the corner and, and it's an eleven yard game. Or if you go to the the, the the bootleg, the two bootlegs that he has, and if, if you're a, a film junkie like me, go watch this. He, he peeks, before he gets the snap, he peeks the backside to see what the defensive end is going to do to know can he get completely around the edge on the bootleg or does he have to, like, pull up? Both times pulls up. But the, the, the touchdown pass, you can see he takes the snap and just holds it for just a fraction of a second to let Garrett win at the line of scrimmage so then he could feel what type of throw to make. Like, those little things that so naked eyes, like, so, so many people are going to overlook because they, they haven't been trained to see it. They're, like, the, those impacts are going to be so profound on this offense for everyone. Um, it, it's going to be really cool to watch it play itself out. If I could light a cigarette right now, I would. You know, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, Dan, yeah. It, you know. It's going to be cool, man. <laughs> It just makes me feel like Garrett Wilson is is his new favorite seventeen, right? I, I, I again, I, I don't. We're going to have our overreaction Monday segment in about an hour from now. Um, I, I don't want to overreact to this because you know things always happen with trap doors with the Jets, but this just does feel real to me. Just watching even two drives yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if there's a bigger fan than Garrett Wilson than I, Rich. Again. When he was coming out of the draft in Jackson, who was picking number one, I said I would take him with the first pick, Garrett Wilson. I think he's that tremendous of a wide receiver. Um, super talented, and he's, he's got that relationship and connection with Aaron that is very unique. I'm not putting it at Devontae's level out of respect for Devontae and what he and Aaron had. Uh, but I, I think also this, like everyone continues to say this offense, this offense, this offensive line. 
this defense is going to give up two touchdowns a game. So if, if we just took, and I know it's not, you know, completely a straight line comparison, but just for fun, the Packers, they scored 22 points per game. The Jets scored 22 points per game, and if you just take what they were last year, they'll be 11-6 and six this year. <laughs> Their defense gave up 18 points a game. In Aaron Rodgers' career, okay, let's, let's say the Jets' defense just stays as is and gives up 18 points a game this year. In Aaron Rodgers' career, when his defense gives up 18 points or less, he's 80-10. and 10. They're going to be really good this year. Dan Orlowski here on the Rich Eisen Show. A few more minutes left with, with him. Uh, okay, so give me the quarterback that's going to make the biggest leap this year. Doesn't have to be year one or year two, although it can be. Uh, could be. I'll just yeah. throw out a couple. Um, even Geno. Um, Deshaun Watson looked pretty sharp in his final preseason game for the Browns. I'm giving you a whole bunch of options. Give me the quarterback that's going to take the biggest leap this year. Hey, Trevor Lawrence. And it's a pretty easy answer for me, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, twofold, one, well, threefold. One, because of what he did at the back half of last season. I'll share a story with you. So we called the Jacksonville-Denver-London game, uh, me and Lewis, uh, out over in London. Yep. And same with Doug Peterson. I think this was probably like week five of the season last year, something around there. And same with Doug Peterson. We're talking about Trevor and you know, he kind of shares this story that when he first got there in last year's offseason and even in training camp, Trevor was so mentally broken, like so just beat down that he would throw an interception and he immediately would run over to like Doug Pearson and stand essentially shoulder to shoulder with his head down but not make eye contact to him. Almost like you would see, you know, a dog go to its owner after, you know, doing something that it shouldn't, or a kid to their parent, like knowing oh my gosh, I I messed up, I made a mistake, and I know I'm in trouble. And Doug Peterson was telling us, like, he would tell Trevor, being, what are you doing? And Trevor would be almost intimidated to interact with them. And how much Doug had to coach that out of him, coach the, you don't fear mistakes, you don't fear doing something wrong, like you just go and be in attack mode. And I think that took half of the season to show itself. And then that last half, Trevor was so good. And that was mainly because of the way that they coached that out of Trevor. Two, Calvin Ridley is Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is going to remind everybody, you know, why he was trending to a top five wide receiver. If you watched their preseason game this past week, that you know, he throws him a, a double move versus pressure. And Trevor throws the ball and the defensive back is five yards behind Calvin Ridley. That's how much trust he has in him right now. Uh, and then I think this three, I think this offense is going to be really, really dynamic when it comes to being able to run the football with Tank Bigsby and Travis Etienne, and that obviously is going to get such uh, favorable situations passing-wise for Trevor, and um, I, I think he's going to play really big-time football. You know, and I'm, I saw on Get Up this morning, you know, Dan, you, you, you all chopped up which contender needs Jonathan Taylor the most, but to me, the Colts need him the most period and and I know they're not technically a contender but they need him the most yeah. we saw what the Raiders did with Josh Jacobs and obviously the summer began with Saquon getting a little bit more than the franchise tag and I understand Taylor has a contract but what would you counsel the Colts to do here or Jonathan Taylor just give me your two cents on this very thorny subject the last one before the season it appears in the NFL 
totally agree on in that premise. You know, if you're Indianapolis and really like the, the now and the future is about Anthony, right? It, it is such so, so important to make sure that you hit on that pick and he becomes Anthony Richardson, their quarterback, what you hope he's going to become. And this is a team that's not great on the perimeter right now. You know, Alec Pierce and, and Michael Pittman Jr. Are, are good, not great. So if you're Indy and you know how important it is to get Anthony reps and the style of offense you want to play, you need Jonathan Taylor's talent and you need his maturity and his leadership around Anthony Richardson. And, and, and it, while they're not contenders, that your future is going to be so dependent on what he becomes. And I think the cost of keeping Jonathan Taylor around um, is so worth it in comparison to the cost of taking Jonathan Taylor away from a player like Anthony Richardson. So um, I, I don't know if it gets fixed without some type of financial you know, alteration or, or, or whatnot, but if I was Indy, I would want to make sure that I had that type of player and leader and performer around my young quarterback. Last one for you, Dan. I don't know if I'm going to have you on before the beginning of the season, and I did this with RG3 last week. I, I, I know it's, bef- it's early, but preseason's in the books. Who, who do you have going to the Super Bowl in Vegas this year as we're talking? Yeah, uh, so I, I say San Francisco 49ers out of the NFC, and I will say, now, Rich, I'm saying this with a caveat. Mm-hmm. I, I am going to pretend that Chris Jones plays this year for the, you know, for 15 plus or so games. I'll say Kansas City. My amend or addendum is this, or amendment. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, if he misses the potential eight games that he's kind of hinted at missing, I don't see Kansas City getting to the Super Bowl. And if it's not them, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Why? I think Buffalo is being slept on as a football team that is uh, being an afterthought last year, even in the midst of some pretty significant injuries behind both their safeties were in the final eight. Um, and I think that because of the addition of Dalton Kincaid, um, the commitment to running the football on a more consistent basis, Tredavious back healthy and both those two safeties back healthy. Um, I still think this is as good a football team as we have in the NFL. All right. I appreciate the candor right there. And then, you know, speaking of Kansas City and Mahomes, uh, I, I know the comparison's through the roof already. I mean, Caleb Williams, did you see that one play he made over the weekend in oh, USC? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, he, you know, Richie, I said this. If he doesn't take another snap, he's at worst the second pick of the NFL draft. <laughs> at worst. Because um, I think Drake May from North Carolina is going to have a part of that conversation. Um, Caleb is like watching – it's like watching Patrick, Josh Allen, and Lamar all at the same time. Really? Because, you know, Josh is such a natural thrower. You know, it's, it's effortless. That's how Caleb is. Patrick is so jaw-dropping talented. He does stuff that you shouldn't. And Lamar is just electric anytime the ball is in his hands. I feel that way about Caleb. Um, and I, I know he said he doesn't know what he's going to do with the draft next year. Respectfully, come on. Um, he... <laughs> He's the only question is can he can he go win the Heisman again? Really, that that's the the question that's left. Well, I mean, uh, it may, maybe it's a it's a money thing, right? I mean, apparently he's making three mil sitting there in USC. I know what a first overall contract is in the NFL, but I mean, he picked that ball up off the ground from the Coliseum like it had a handle, and then he just kept his he head up field. That, that was unbelievable. He he, he that was. I, he kid may make a wild play every week um, or, or two, and the hype's just only going to get bigger, I, I think. So, 
Uh, I'm just glad that he's going to be out uh, in the NFL before he joins the Big Ten, so my Wolverines don't have to deal with him. You know, Rich, this is why last year when the Bears had the number one pick, mm-hmm. I was sitting there t- saying, like, if you are the Panthers and you don't trade the number one take pick, you're crazy. Everyone was like, well, next year, you're, just so everyone's very clear, you are not trading up to the number one and number two slots next year. <laughs> those kids are going to get taken. Whoever's, those kids are going to go one, two. So if, if you didn't do it last year, it's, it's going to be a disappointment because it's, I thought, or it's going to cost you double what it costed the Panthers. Well, I, and, and I hear you, and I'll make this prediction as I uh, send you on into your Monday, uh, Dan, is there will be sometime in November, uh, you're, I don't know which show you're, it'll be that you're on because you're on so many on ESPN, but there will be a conversation in an, uh, in an ideas meeting there in Bristol or, or on the road to have a conversation about which team that is not doing very well in the NFL that does have an established quarterback would go ahead and Josh Rosen that person for either Drake Josh, May or oh. Caleb Williams. That's coming. That conversation is totally. coming without a doubt. It's coming, you know? Totally agree. So look out for that, and I look out for more of my calls and texts. Uh, greatly appreciate the call here, Dan. You be well. You're a good man, brother. Enjoy. Right back at you. That's Dan Orlovsky, everybody, from the Worldwide Leader in Sports, a must-follow on the internets. I thought that yesterday, that in San Jose State, did you guys see this play? I did. I just watched it like it, 10 more times. Balls loose. <laughs> balls loose to his right. Rolls to his right. Picks it up as if it had a handle, like a, like, like a suitcase. Like, let me, oh, there's some luggage on the ground. Let me just grab it on the handle. Let me just grab it up. And then I'm not panicking. I'm good. There's a guy right in my face. I'm good. You're good? Cool. I'm good. I'm cool. Are you cool? Because right. I'm cool. And then he just looks down the field. How far did he throw it? Uh, he, he threw it from the 13 to the other 40. Rolling his right. That's like 57 yards. Yeah. Uh, making a throw. Uh, it, it, this is an emergency play. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty impressive. <laughs> you think? Because he, he, he led the receiver, too. Like, he hit him on the run. Yeah. He's your favorite for the Heisman again. Yeah, please. Come on. With all due respect to everyone else, including anybody on my uh, alma mater's team. This kid is unbelievable. He was at the Angel City FC match yesterday. Oh. That Susie and I took uh, the kids to go see. I was going to make a snarky comment on one of your stories, but. Don't be snarky about it. I'm classy. You should be. My daughter was great. It wasn't, had nothing to do with any of your family. It was Rapino scored that penalty kick. No, I know that. I know that. You know, when I, when I put that on my Instagram <laughs> feed, I knew that people would be like, she, she missed when it all was down. But it was pretty cool, man. Oh, I bet. Just to be there and, you know, point out to the kids that she's out there. And He's, you don't get to watch Legends. Rose play. Lavelle was out there. That was on Orlando. Often, I mean, yeah. Angel City. At any rate, look at us talking uh, soccer. Yeah, but it was Caleb Williams was there waving to people. He's a celebrity. He's one of the most <laughs> famous athletes in this town. And that's saying something. He's top five, don't you think? LeBron, Mookie, Freddie Freeman, Clayton Kershaw, a bunch of Dodgers. bunch of Dodgers. Kawhi. I mean, you well, know, I really think people could Austin Reeves, Caleb Williams, not yet, because honestly, I know what he looks like. But if you put four brothers up to look like him, I might have to be like, mm, I don't think he's quite at. He's not like a Matt not there Liner, no, like by name, by name. I by think name, people know yes. him. Yeah, that's true. But Austin Reeves is number shit. one in this town. Let's be honest. <laughs> he just had, he just had a big game uh, in the uh, guy's killing the it. He's going to be dating Taylor Swift soon. <laughs> 
No way. I don't know if you want to do that. Austin Reeves would date Ice Spice before he dates Taylor Swift. I mean, I don't think he's on the Taylor Swift train. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just how I see it. At any rate. Taylor Williams was at Angel City FC yesterday. Rich, Blake Corum, 28-1 to for the Heisman. Hey. By the way, Caleb Williams, is it me or did he throw this like going backwards off his back foot? It looks like back foot. Again. And then it just kept going. I'm like, oh, that's like a 30-yard pass. No, it just kept going. It's going to happen one at least per game per week. Yeah. And the question is, does he really mean that he's thinking about not coming out? That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. (laughs) You got in my ear when Arlovsky was saying, you know, he would, if he doesn't take another snap, he's at least the second overall pick. And you're like, why would he play anymore? Why would he, why would he play anymore? Well, because the name, image, and likeness might require him to actually take the snaps. Great. He's going to get 50 million next year. Although Arch Manning is apparently second in NIL and he's not. He's not going to take a snap this year. It looks Won't like. Won't play unless Quinn Ewers gets hurt. Arch Manning had a card sell for ten grand last week, Rich. That's all I'm saying. Yours? Did you buy it? Unfortunately not. Okay, very uh, good. Man, Let's no, take a break. I'll buy you a boat. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll take your phone calls shortly. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. My friend, my longtime friend, my diehard Chiefs friend, a man who has told me so many times I would love to come to the Super Bowl and hang with you, but I will not until the Chiefs make it. <laughs> and the Chiefs have made it. And Eric Stone Street yeah! is here on the Rich yeah! Eisen Show. Yeah! There they are. I will tell you this, yes. Chiefs fans. 
football fans. Brett Veach was on Patrick Mahomes from the very beginning, and Brett Veach told me this year that we would take a picture with the Lamar Hunt Trophy in the locker room of Arrowhead, and we did that, and uh, he said that from the beginning multiple times. So now that is what we call an insider. An insider. That's, a, that's an insider. No, but I, I, I look, I've, I've known you for a long time. If I'm not, if I'm not um, mistaken, you are a mixture of ecstatic excitement yeah. and profound nervousness right yeah, now. Yeah, I call it measured. I am, <laughs> I am measured. I am, I, am a, I am a volcano of emotions inside. Yes, right now. I can right see now. right now yeah. like you are. You know, because I don't, I don't like to get the cart, you know, before the horses type of sure. guy. I'm not, I know the 49ers are a good team. I also know we're a good team. I love that about the Super Bowl. It's a great matchup. We each have things we have to do to win the ball game. We have to stop their run, and Patrick Mahomes has to be Patrick Mahomes. There's no doubt about it. It is just amazing seeing, you know, this moment for you, knowing how much it means to you that you're actually here at a Super Bowl. This is actually I, I, could, I couldn't believe it. I, going down there on the field after that and high-fiving those guys and them and just just the fact that Veach told me you're going to come down on the sidelines and you're going to go in the locker room yeah. and you're going to kiss the Lamar Hunt trophy with me and that happening and he said brother the next trophy we're going to kiss is the Vinny. We kiss the Lamar. Let's get the Vinny. Kiss the Vinny. Kiss the Vinny. I like that. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. One big happy family here with the Roku channel and this radio feed for the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's go to Terzo in Iowa. All rise. rise. What's up, Terzo? What's up, Rich? How are you guys doing today? What's up, brother? Hey, so Rich, uh, first thing uh, I got to say, my respects to Bob Barker. We lost a legend. Uh, made it to 99 years old, uh, closest to 100 without going over. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> on Twitter as well. Great I saw that line as well. What else is on your mind, um, Well, obviously it's the Trey Lance deal, Rich. You know, we've, we've talked about needing a third-string quarterback for the Niners because how everything seems to go for us. I don't really like the trade. I would have liked to have kept him, but – Obviously, I think that there was enough in the locker room that probably needed to kind of be moved along, so to say, and going to Dallas. I'm in agreement with you. I just don't see him finding the field. And I hope the best for the kid. I just think he just needs to get reps, and I don't see it in Dallas either. Well, I, I he could find the field I mean, he, uh, because, you know, Purdy found it last – Josh Johnson found it last year like this is exactly the point why the Cowboys are doing this is because and thanks again for the call Terzo the reason why the Cowboys are doing this is they looked at their room and they thought to themselves if Dak goes down how do we keep the ship afloat and they might have thought watching last year you know Cooper Rush wasn't all that and they bring in Trey Lance because they think if Will Greer gets on the field, they're toast. And Will Greer wound up playing his final preseason game like he's Brock Purdy. And he's going to probably hit the road, and Trey Lance comes in, and who knows, maybe he feels better there, that he's got a better chance there. Maybe Mike McCarthy has a better way with him instead of Shanahan. Maybe things that didn't compute for him in San Francisco will compute better for him in Dallas. 
You can't say concretely otherwise that that's not going to happen. Of course it can't happen. And maybe, just maybe, he gets enough reps with the twos to show something to McCarthy and the Joneses that if Dak goes down, they turn to him instead of Cooper Rush. I don't think they'll do that, but maybe they will. And then if Lance plays like Cooper Rush, well then, last year's five-week period where Dak was toast because this was Cooper Rush's team, well, Habits beer held. Because <laughs> if Lance plays like Cooper Rush did last year, then it's total hold my beer time. Yeah, you thought we were having fun last year with the Cooper Rush to take over for Dak. But this is Dak's team. I wasn't having fun with that. Uh, <laughs> yes, you right. were, because you were you were throwing Mike White in my grill. Well, the Mike White started before that. To be <laughs> that is true. If we had to go, and and... I wasn't saying that to be a jerk. I was just trying to ease your uh-huh. pain. Okay. <laughs> so, but but Orlovsky's right. It's just like it, if you want. Look, look, the Jets have set everything up for Rodgers. You want this? You want that? You want this? You want that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. You know, Aaron Rodgers says this. Aaron Rodgers say that. And I go, sure. Why not? Why not? I went a little Frank Pantangeli in front of Congress with you. But, <laughs> but yes, you should do the same for your starting quarterback. If Mac Jones wants things a certain way, I'm sure whatever they can do that doesn't break the do your job mentality, they'll do for him because you've got to do, you've got to set up the room. You got to set everything up mm-hmm. and to basically throw a new voice in the room and a new person and new everything two weeks before the season is the upsetting of an apple cart yeah, or it's at least a jostling of it. And yeah. Dak will still like, is this going to affect Dak on third and four on th- Third quarter of Sunday night football against the Giants? Of nah. course not. Of course not. You got to be mentally strong. So than that's that. why the, the Cowboys are like, we need to get our room. If we can improve our room, if we think Trey Lance is better than Will Greer and it costs us a four, and who knows what's down the road, because heaven forbid something happens to Dak, then this is better. So let's flip a four. We loved him two years ago. We can get somebody that the Niners gave up a mint for for the low price of four, a fourth-round pick. Let's do it. But if Lance thinks he's going to get out on the field more here, I, I think he's going to wind up being sadly mistaken. But at least he's not in a spot where he feels unwanted. He's human. That's my guy now. Let's go. <laughs> That's my guy. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Mike Tomlin coming up top of the next hour. Can't wait for that, Mike Tomlin. Oh, it's always great. Did you hear his soundbite? Because you, again, I, I ended up about hearing why, it. About why he plays his starters? Yeah, yeah. I'll rain down my judgment and we'll move forward. Well, that, that's, that's, not, not the one. No, that's not the school. one. That's an old school one. Yeah, you can't box well if you don't spar or something. <laughs> I mean, you can't good. box without sparring. Yeah, all-time he's classic already. <laughs> I mean, he's just got a way with words. And as you know, I'm I'm high on the Steelers. And you've got a way with words, too. So. I appreciate that. Never say never, but never. <laughs> Entering his 17th year in the National Football Stay League. Stay by your phone. I might call you. 17th year. That's unbelievable. Only, what, Belichick's been with the team longer? Yeah, right. And then I think Pete is the other one. Uh, Andy Reid. 
Um, but Andy's been, no, no, now. Pete's been longer yeah, with Andy the Seahawks. Reeves year 10, year 11, because Andy Reeves right. 2013 Chiefs, right? So this is year 11 for Andy. And Bill's been with the team ever since he handed in the cocktail napkin at the end of the 99 season, right? Yeah, so it's 25, 24. Jeez, that's just nutty. Hot seat. Oh, please, you're too much. <laughs> you're too much. I would take Dak though. I mean, is he going to be available? Hey, chill out, bro. Dak would be a, a Dak would be. I think he can run the quick. He game. would be a starter in so many other teams. <laughs> By the way, Dak on the plays last game, Will Greer before touchdowns. Oh, no. I know oh, his post career. That's stop, it. Stop, he can call his own plays. Stop. Oh, that's overreaction stop. Monday coming up second. I can't stop. Won't stop. Hour two is going to be awesome. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Mike Tomlin coming up. <laughs> 